I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The Green Hornet may not be the end of movies as we know them, but the people who made this atrocity were certainly in there trying. The question, which amounts to an industrial mystery, is trying to do what? Turn a dumb concept into a smart entertainment? Save a dim production by pouring a fortune into stupid effects? The budget may have been as high as $130 million. The effect of those effects and of the cheesy 3D process stuck on as an afterthought is just numbing. The film's only unqualified success is the end title sequence. Because it's genuinely stylish, because it looks like it was shot in genuine 3D, and most of all, because it's the end. The basic notion was a retro goof on the theme of the Green Hornet, a masked vigilante who's the alter ego of a newspaper publisher named Britt Reed, and who has a valet-slash-sidekick named Cato. But the notion became a concept when Seth Rogen was hired to play the venerable crime fighter, not only to play him, but to write the script and produce the film with Michelle Gontry as the director. Seth Rogen is a funny man with a voice that mixes chortle, yodel, and gargle. He was terrific and knocked up and super bad. But none of his comic chops could fill the void at the center of the character he's chosen to inflict on himself. Just like everyone he plays, Britt Reed is now an amiable slacker, a rich kid who doesn't have a clue what to do with his inherited money or his shallow life. The brains of his operation belong to Cato, who is now less of a valet and more of a mechanical and electronic genius and kung fu virtuoso plus a casual sorcerer who can freeze time. The movie freezes time, too. At 119 minutes, it seems almost endless. Cato is played with deadpan nonchalance by the Taiwanese actor Jay Chu, who is very entertaining at the outset. So is Christoph Waltz. He plays the bad guy, Chudnovsky, with the same mixture of sweet reason and bottomless evil that he used in Inglorious Bastards. But the brains of the script operation are missing in action or buried beneath it. When all else fails, and it does, poor Cameron Diaz has almost nothing to do, the movie falls back on special effects, the usual explosions, fireballs, and subwoofer blasts, crazed car chases, bullets spewing from machine guns mounted on the hood of Black Beauty. That's the Green Hornet's car, which is really an old Chrysler Imperial sedan fancied up with a new grill and heavy weaponry. And, oh, the awful photography. Not only the pseudo-3D with the glasses soaking up light, but the grungy palette and bleached-out colors. How could such a costly production look so crummy? Don't ask me. I started off saying the whole thing was a mystery. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.